0: so, welcome to 15 Minutes of Experience and today I'm with Trevor Logan and welcome Trevor. Hey, how's it going? Really good. And for you?
1: Um, I'm hanging in there, doing all right. Yeah. So you're
0: from US, right? Yes, yes, Kentucky, Lexington, Kentucky. Ah, so US. nice. Wow, wonderful. So can you introduce a bit of you then also the listeners knows something more about you?
1: Yes, yes. Um, well, um, more than anything, I'm actually, I'm a trained philosopher and um, I'm a writer. So I actually don't consider myself a professional photographer, but I guess um, I'm considered a photographer with a lowercase p. It's just something that I I do as a hobby. And, um, you know, I, I, I sit down almost all day. So it's great to to have photography to sort of um, get on my feet, walk around town, and um, interact with others and, and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I don't I don't do photography for a living. Um, nobody pays me to do it, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but 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 in one sense, it's it's kind of nice not to get paid for it because then there's not that pressure, you know. That like um, I, I I find that as soon as you start to get paid for something sometimes it's uh um it, it, it can make uh what used to be fun um not as fun but of course that's not always the case i mean
0: i get paid to write and i get paid yeah yeah it doesn't, doesn't matter if yeah for sure you can get money i think you can get money from the picture you do it because the picture are great and uh uh but uh yeah uh essentially uh it's not I think uh, really important if we get money or not from the picture, but uh, if we get uh, what uh, uh, we are going to search, no, in the picture we do it.
1: Right, right, yeah. Like for me, in one sense, photography is is a way of doing philosophy for me. It's uh, you know one of the um, movements in philosophy that I've studied is phenomenology, and um, so photography for me is very much a mode of philosophy a way of seeing the world um of contemplating ideas such as space time the body um and just you know good old human existence you know um all the big questions in some way shape or form um arise um when we contemplate and do photography and that's that's uh, one of the reasons i think i'm i'm drawn to it you know and um there's been certain philosophers that actually kind of got me into photography um like uh, walter benjamin or voltaire benjamin uh, depending on whether you're yeah, saying the correct way, way or the <laughs> english way yeah yeah um but uh, he was a huge influence um philosophically on um on uh me getting into photography same thing with uh, like many others uh, Roland Barthes i'm probably butchering his name too but um camera lucida saying that right um that book was you know really influential for me too and susan sontag's book on photography and um and such so um so yeah yeah so it's it's photography and philosophy
0: kind of merge for me so so i would suggest also some other names uh, just to continue what you said also really interesting to read about John Berger and yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. for sure. Also, Sontag, it's uh, they are they are improved a lot. The the philosophy about photography, um, and uh, uh, I want to say um, so. Your your portfolio, uh, as much as I can on uh, to see on uh, lamography, is related to probably. Uh, I don't I don't want to make wrong, but your daughter and. Uh, uh, so daily life moment and uh, bodies nudes uh, and uh I, i'm really curious to ask you what is for you the beauty the concept of beauty
1: uh what is the concept of beauty yeah. um oh man that's a, that's a that's a that's a it's one of those things you know i think saint augustine said uh um when he was asked about time he said when you when he said i know what time is but as soon as you ask me about it I realize that I have no idea what time is um, now that's not exactly what I feel about beauty but it's one of those things that it is it is it is is—it is, is truly infinite in its complexities there are so many different ways for anything to be perceived as beautiful that it's almost you know you, you I'm, I'm at a loss to even talk about it you know but um, but I do think, you know, I'm not a relativist. I do think that there are things that, you, you, you know, here, here I'm probably not in vogue, you know, like um, with a lot of, uh, you know, contemporary you know, aesthetics, but I, I do think that some things are more beautiful than other things, you know? Um, just like I, you know, think some forms of music are more beautiful than others, you know? And I, I understand that, you know, that's not gonna be shared all across the board, but, um but but one aspect of beauty is simply um, the appearance of anything that anything appears before consciousness, and that we find that appearance intelligible, and when that intelligibility is brought into desire and i don't mean only like erotic desire i mean just desire to reach out towards another human being whether it be contemplating you know my daughter or my wife or my two sons or um, a friend or even a stranger that i may be doing a nude of is allowing what is other what is other than myself something that i may not really understand be present before me and to be open and receptive to the presence of otherness. So, in one sense, I guess you could, you know, you could say for me one aspect of beauty is being open to the presencing of other things and other human beings. Um, you know, and it, it, whether it's a tree or whether it's a, you know, an object such as, you know, a typewriter or anything like that. But especially human beings, I'm, I'm especially fascinated by. You know the uh the human form um and hence you know i have a lot of i have a lot of news on my lobography and um i've i've i kind of have a I, I, when i was young my my grandmother was a very um i guess you could call it an old world catholic you know so she yeah. was very um she was very in tune with you know the you know the art of Western civilization. And so she used to actually, you know, when I was just a young child, she used to bring me up to the table and she would, she would show me nudes. She would draw nudes and, and, and basically tell me as, you know, as a very young boy, like this is, this is, you know, you know, one of the most beautiful forms of all creation, you know? So she had a deep religious, um, um, pull towards the nude and that has always kind of stayed with me that that very incarnational view of reality and so when I got older you know um and studied a little bit of art history and then kind of started getting into photography I really realized that um I really fell in love with the nude so you know whether it's uh, Francesca Woodman who is probably right now I go through spells where I have certain favorite photographers but Francesca Woodman um an American photographer, she's, she's sadly, you know, not alive anymore, but, um, her nudes just fascinate me. And, um, Saul Leiter, the New York photographer, his nudes, I I love his nudes. He has a book of nudes called, um, I think it's called In My Bedroom, I think. But then I think in his other books, there's always a sampling of his nudes. And then of course, uh, Ruth Bernhard's nudes, um, Wynn Bullock's nudes, um, you know, obviously Edward Weston, um, I just found myself drawn to the nude and, um, but not, you know, for, for, for all sorts of reasons, for philosophical reasons, for aesthetic reasons. Um, but the, the root definitely is, is, you know, um, you know, due to my, my grandmother's sort of religious, um, what do you say, um, well. view of, of, of the nude as, as first and foremost being an image of the divine you know so she she thought that you know the human form was was the peak of of all of all forms in creation and so hence that's you know the eye is drawn to it you know first and foremost out of innocence and of course what we do with that perception of the nude you know is is a complex question and and yeah. uh, um, you know because i mean i i, I think that you can do you know just like any good thing you know you can you can you can pervert it you can turn it into something that you know um is you know in my view would be would be wrong but uh but anyways i'm 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 rambling on you shouldn't get me on the topic of the news but um <laughs> but uh, but anyways but yeah that is it is my daughter i post a lot of i, I don't do a lot of posting i actually I'm actually not online a lot yeah, my, my yeah wife
0: I, didn't... I, I see you are not posting uh everything uh, it's it's uh it's a uh, quite uh, way to post it's not uh, uh something uh, like uh, i have seen already some people uh, upload uh, like uh, forty thousand pictures on the magazine right store. right yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's clearly visible that uh, yeah you spend a uh, lot of time uh, reading us and I have read uh, many titles from some of the pictures, and uh, I can imagine it's you that read us in German, no? Uh,
1: you know what I I when I did my master's degree on a philosopher named Johann Georg Hamann, and you know when I was doing that work, I was much more you know able to you know, dig into German. I mean, I've, I've never been able to speak it. It was one of those things where like, you know, if I had a dictionary and I had my grammars and all that good stuff next to me, I could parse out, you know, a paragraph here, a paragraph there, you know, it's always been a dream to be able to pick up a German text and read it like I, as if it were English, but you know, <laughs> I have, I don't have enough time for it anymore, but it's, I still, it's in the back of my head that one of these days I'm going to, uh, um, you know even if i'm not fluent i just want to be able to you know have a little bit more ease with the german language and to be able to to yeah. to to read it and not just german i mean i I french spanish i mean i that's one of my great sort of <laughs> regrets in life is not not um from a very young age being encouraged to um to pick up multiple languages and unfortunately that's a very common american thing um you europeans are much better off than we are when it comes to multiple languages.
0: Well, Yeah, it's, 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 uh, I will say, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's difficult for me to read in German for sure. Uh, so I can understand you, but yeah, uh, I'm Italian, so then I speak, I, I read in English and it's not, uh, easy. It's not really easy. Yeah. yeah. To say. Uh, I mean, uh, I read books in English, but some books, uh, if they are, um, Theses, most of the time they are so complicated for me to read (laughs) right right yeah but uh i can understand that uh, (laughs) for for reading other languages especially if you are not uh, using these languages every day it's uh it's quite complicated
1: right it disappears yeah it's it's something you got to be in every single day and you know it's like you know i What's the joke that if you want to learn a language, fall in love with somebody who speaks another language because it's it's you know, it's it's that necessity of communication that really sparks somebody to to really fall into a language. Now, obviously, I think people fall in love with certain thinkers, which is similar, you know, like I, I've, I've, I, I love a lot of German philosophy, you know, a lot of the, you know, phenomenology. Yeah. I mean, a, a good deal of the of, of the philosophical tradition is, you know. Yeah, me too, me too. Absolutely. Um, but so, uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah.
0: So uh, yeah, uh, I want to just ask you a last question because then our time is going to finish. Oh yeah, but, yeah. But okay. for okay, sure okay. we can have then uh, probably another podcast in the future. And I wanted to to know just uh, are you shooting only in a film or you shoot also in digital and when. You shoot pictures. In general, it's are you righted from some certain ideas?
1: Um, I shoot only film, and it's you know that's I won't I won't go into the long story as to why. But I have a weird neurological issue that um, my brain seizes up after about fifteen minutes of of looking at most of um, modern computer screens, and um, so I switched over to to film so which allows me to do you know analog from start to finish and i've been lucky enough over the last few months to have access to a dark room and and to print things and you know i just i i I love the from start to finish analog process you know i don't you know i send my stuff off to get scanned so i'm not doing any of my own scanning but at some point um you know i'm gonna get that set up here and then you know my wife's into that type of stuff scanning and you know the whole digital side of the photography stuff so so she's been a great you know help um when it comes to that but yeah so I, i i i do all film not i don't have anything against digital but i've also realized too that film i think even if i if i could suddenly you know handle you know staring at a screen intently for hours upon hours i probably would never go back to digital i think i i think i i i love the look of film i love the uh um, the surprise that comes, you know, not being 100 percent in control of the image I get, I think is is there's a philosophical component to that, you know, because that's kind of how life is. You know, I like, you know, sending off a roll, you know, and, and being like, you know, I hope it comes out and getting it back and being like, oh, my goodness, like, this looks great. Or, you know, as happens sometimes, too, this looks absolutely terrible. But uh, um, <coughs> excuse me but um yeah so i shoot completely on film sorry i'm i've been a bit under the weather yeah, yeah, no um and um okay so the other question was um on ideas that yeah if you if
0: you're if you move moved uh when you shoot, uh, if you're moving this from a certain ideas or yeah imagination or it's uh, everything happen uh, in front of you so then you just don't think and uh shoot watching what you know happened. i
1: you know, it's just hit or miss. I have a tendency to do all my thinking before the shoot, and then when I'm doing a, say, a photo shoot, it seems like everything that I had planned or thought about beforehand just falls out the back of my head. But then what I realize is when I look back at the photos, that that sort of premeditation before I go out for a shoot or whatnot, and whether it's street photography or whatnot, that premeditation was was subtly there the whole time. It becomes sort of um, kind of goes on it kind of enters the subconscious and I'm not fully aware of what I'm trying to capture sometimes, but, um, I'm heavily influenced by cinema. So I've, that's kind of my thing that I really want to capture. I really wanted to start doing nudes. I'm trying to capture the nude in a cinematic mode, which is really, really hard because it's, you, you waste a lot of film because you're trying to basically catch that completely authentic unguarded, um, aura from whoever it is you're photographing um but of course i you know i'm 100 percent for you know i you know posing and things like that i'm kind of very just i'm just playing around and trying to figure out you know what i like and what i don't like but a lot of times i just i like a lot of different types of things and you know it just depends on what mood i'm in you know um yeah but uh but for you know a lot of the stuff on demography is I think I even have a section on motherhood and there's just a lot of stuff that I don't post on the Mography because hopefully someday I'll actually have book projects and things like that. But my, my passion right now is to put together a, a, a book on called motherhood nude. And I just want to spend like, you know, three or four years just taking photos of mothers of all sizes, shapes and ages. Um, being completely open about, you know, the, the, uh, you know, what, what being a mother does to the body, you know? And I, and I, you know, from personal experience, you know, I think when my, when my wife has done nudes, she's found that she really, at first she didn't really, you know, know what to think about it, but she absolutely loves them now. You know, she, she has really come into her own in accepting the marks of motherhood as marks of beauty. And a lot of our culture doesn't you know, you don't see that a lot. You don't you don't see stretch marks, you don't see, you know, you know, what multiple children, you know, breastfeeding do to the breath. You know, we often see a very ideal picture of the body, although that is changing. But even with the change to diversity and sizes, there isn't really a lot on on the uh the signs of motherhood um on the body and so, or there is, and I just don't know about it. I, I don't have a, you know, an encyclopedic uh, knowledge of photo books. I'm sure there's probably a great photographer that has actually probably already done what I'm talking about, but, but nevertheless, it could be done again. Uh, but that's my great passion is to really, um, you know, I grew up with a single mom and then my grandmother, <laughs> sorry, like I said earlier, my grandmother took care of me for quite a few years when my, when my parents couldn't really, they got divorced and, couldn't really afford to take care of us and so um the notion of motherhood is is very um you know means a lot
0: to me and so i kind of yeah, you know, I can i can understand that's my but... project so hopefully that made some so, somewhat sense <laughs> so, amazing uh trevor uh uh i would love to continue with you so then i i hope to get another appointment with you for another podcast but for now i thank you a lot and uh, um i suggest everyone to check the link in description to watch uh, the uh, pictures and uh, yeah to get in touch with you because it's really nice and i think yeah you can also write down something about photography will be really nice i think to read a book or something kind of a book that you can do it cool yeah, yeah. all right
1: so all right so thank you a lot um, th-
0: for your time thanks
1: for having me on i appreciate it yeah and if you yeah, if you need anything else, just email me and
0: um yeah. Sure, sure. Thank you again. Awesome. Great talking with you, Emiliano. Appreciate Thanks for listening to our podcast. Learn more about our project at allmylinks.com slash Berlin Explorer. Or visit our Instagram and follow Berlin Explorer project.